0: Hi, this is Alex Hicken with the Your Friends in the Gospel podcast. And we have exciting news that I want to talk before I go into my lesson or discussion that I'll have with Trevor. The announcement is that the Church News has started a podcast. And the first official one was a celebration of m russell ballard's birthday and he talks about his philosophy about the gospel and his experiences if you have gotten into podcasts now that we've started podcasting more (laughs) you could go to any podcast and type in church news and you could get the official church news podcast And it'll be easy to catch up. (laughs) There's only a couple trailers and that one podcast. Oh, yeah. So, Trevor, do you want to say anything before I uh, get on to my topic?
1: Um, I was going to say the topic Alex has uh, also correlates uh, into mine. (laughs)
0: yeah in the podcast we like to switch back and forth to break things up so I don't just talk the whole time but uh, this week in Come Follow Me we covered something that is really profound in chapter 27 of Third Nephi Jesus Christ teaches what the Gospel is in his own words. I'm not a very good reader, <laughs> so I will I won't like read the whole thing and I'll go through it and kind of do a little commentary about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He starts out by saying, "Behold, I have given unto you." my gospel. And this is my gospel, which I have given unto you, that I come into the world to do the will of my Father, because my Father sent me. This is a good start to the gospel. (laughs) Jesus Christ came to do the will of the Father. And if you want to answer that question of when Jesus Christ says to do that, I what I do, be perfect even as I am perfect, you could think about doing the will of the Father. That is, is what he's done his whole life. The knowledge of the Father and what he wants for you will require a lot of prayer. And he's who we pray to through Jesus Christ in his name. The next part, Jesus Christ says, And my Father sent me that I might be lifted up upon the cross. And after I had been lifted up on the cross, that I might draw all men unto me, that as I have been lifted up by men, even so should men be lifted up by the Father to stand before me, to be judged of their works whether they be good or whether they be evil in the church we have a article of faith that says we believe that the first principles and ordinances of the gospel is first uh, faith in the lord jesus christ repentance baptism by immersion for the remission of sins and the gift of the holy ghost by laying on the hands And I really like what Jesus Christ is doing when he's teaching the gospel. He's not just teaching principles, do this, and you'll be saved. But he's saying why. He said that he was sent, and one reason why he was sent here is to be mortal, so he could die and feel life just as us and understand life and understand us as mortals. And he was also the Son of God that made him able to conquer death. And he resurrected that we could all be raised up again and we will all be judged. Jesus Christ also suffered in the Garden of Gethsemane and suffered for all our sins so he could understand us that way as well that he may know how what is necessary for restitution and be able to forgive us of our sins. So Trevor, do you have any thoughts before we move forward? Nope. <laughs> In his sayings, he continues on. And for this cause have I been lifted up. Therefore, according to the power of the Father, I will draw all men unto me, that they may be judged according to their works. And it came to pass that whoso repenteth and is baptized in my name shall be filled. And if he endureth the end, behold, him will I hold guiltless before my Father at that day, when I shall stand to judge the world." And he that endureth not to the end, the same is he that is also hewn down and cast into the fire, from whence they can no more return, because of the justice of the Father. And this is the word which he hath given unto the children of men, and for this cause he fulfilleth the words which he hath given, and lieth not, but fulfilleth all his words, I want to comment on this part when he talks about the Word of God. This uh, section about the gospel that Jesus Christ teaches, he doesn't say anything about faith, but I believe this section here explains faith very well. Because a lot of people think that faith is on Jesus Christ, but for thousands of years, they actually believed on the word of god because jesus christ hasn't hadn't come yet and they believed as though jesus christ had come because of the word of god and they received revelation that the word is true and they trusted heavenly father faith is based on the word of god if god says something it will happen and you could trust in that so you could act on that belief faith is based on revelation for some people the gift of faith is to hear and believe on that and that is still faith faith on the word as I was saying people could believe and not have a revelation a, a wonderful amazing revelation You could have faith without. but It's a gift for you. But faith is also based on revelation. And that's how you could believe that Jesus Christ is alive today. You could pray and ask for God to reveal it to you. And he will let you know if Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he will do these things to make it possible that you could live again. And you could have your family live with you for all eternity. Because he did suffer, and he was crucified. I'll go on. Jesus says, And no unclean thing can enter into his kingdom. Therefore nothing entereth into his rest, save it be those who have washed their garments in my blood, because of their faith. Oh, oh, he does mention faith. <laughs> and the repentance of all their sins and their faithfulness unto the end. Mm. So again, he teaches the doctrine of why you need to have faith and why you need to repent. Because you need to be clean. You have to have pure thoughts. You need to keep your mind clean and try to do the work of God and try to be temperate in what you say and do. And you got to follow the covenant path and keep the ordinances. He says, and now this is the commandment, repent all ye ends of the earth and come unto me and be baptized in my name, that you may be sanctified by the reception of the Holy Ghost, that ye may stand spotless before me at the last day. This is the covenant path to be baptized and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The gift of the Holy Ghost will be there as a testament that God has sanctified you. It'll be a comfort to you as well as a guidance. This is the gospel. The way to enter into his kingdom and feel the joy that God does that we may enter into his breast. he concludes verily verily I say unto you this is my gospel and you know the things that you must do in my church for the works that ye have seen me do that shall ye do for that which ye have seen me do even shall ye do As I said previously, Jesus Christ, come to do the will of the Father. And that's the way that you could know how to act in your life. Always seek to do the will of Heavenly Father. That is uh, my thoughts on the gospel and how Jesus Christ taught it. What do you have going on, Trevor?
1: Me? Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah. I go off of the. doing the will of the Father and. how faith is in His Word. Mm-hmm. And faithfulness has faith in it and is a big part of faith. The faithfulness means that you will do and act upon the words. Without faithfulness, just believing is dead Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I read through and I wanted to talk more about unity so this is uh, 35 years after Christ had visited the American continent and uh, they had prospered and began to have happiness And singleness, one. And I'll start from verse 3 in 4th Nephi. And it says, They had all things common among them, therefore, they were not rich and poor, bond and free, but they were all made free and partakers of the heavenly gift. They were all um, part of the the gospel, they are already partaken in it which is also a very good way to unite it's a key and verse 4 and it came to pass that 30 and 7th year passed away also and they still continued to be peace and land yeah so i like this verse <laughs> it explains that there were peace peace is lack of um, contention Mm -hmm. Sometimes we get uh, caught up in uh, trying to say, figure out who's right and wrong, but it's not being right or wrong. (laughs) It's about doing what's... Sometimes we want to do things our way and we don't compromise if there's uh, conflict. And usually we can look towards what Christ would do and... That will put us in uh, the way that we should do it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Can I comment with you also? <laughs> I went over these verses also, and I thought the first verse that Trevor read how oh, they made all things common among them, and there were no rich or poor, women were bond or free they're all free and this this is a lot of work (laughs) trying to do this gotta take care of each other and even if you see somebody homeless you think that it's their fault you gotta figure out a way to help them well you don't have to but you should king benjamin talked about uh, how if You see somebody and there's no way you could help. You don't have the means. If you're willing to, (laughs) that's it's uh, it's okay. But you should try to do all you can to help the poor. And yeah, they they had all things common. Everybody had it. Everybody had everything that they should. Yeah. This is Zion zion is a word that's not really used that much in everyday life but um zion and the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints means pure in heart and typically the society of zion is described as they have all things in common and there's no rich or no poor no bond or free everybody's free Mm -hmm. and they are partakers of the heavenly gift
1: Yeah, in our current society, sometimes we might be taken advantage and it's hard to live uh, accordingly. Sometimes we will share everything and then we have uh, someone take off and just be careless and Mm -hmm. selfish, right? Um, then uh,
0: yeah you gotta be wise yeah always wise
1: and I was gonna go on I was gonna go through these pretty quick and they were great and marvelous works wrought by the disciples of Jesus insomuch that they did heal the sick the dead, and caused the lame to walk and the blind to receive their sight and the deaf to hear and all manners of miracles did they work among the children of men. And in nothing they did, work miracles save it were in the name of Jesus. And the and yeah, that's where it stops for what I wanted to. I like uh, where it says they worked all manners of miracles among the children of men. They gave examples, the disciples did, Mm -hmm. But you don't have to be a disciple to work uh, all manners of miracles, right? You just need to pray and look for ways to help our brothers and friends and work among the children of men. And uh, so later on, they also continue on after, I think it says for many years on, it says they did not walk any more of the performances and the ordinance of the law of Moses. They did walk after the commandments which they had received from the Lord and their God, continuing in fasting and prayer and in meeting together, both to pray and to hear the word of the Lord. So part of unity is also... Being able to uh, meet together and pray and discuss the word. And then 13 says, It uh, came to pass that there were no contention among all the people in all the land, but there were mighty miracles wrought off among the disciples of Jesus. So we come back to that there were no contention. I find that uh, sometimes we with our peers we work with or live with It's sometimes we joke around but after that some people do actually want to contend just because that's uh, their nature or I don't know but uh, contention is as they say in other scriptures of the, the devil so mm-hmm. try to avoid it and they will go a long way <laughs> and in 15 it says yeah there was no contention in the land well paraphrased because of the law of God which did dwell in the hearts of the people do you have any w- thoughts about that what do you think of uh how would you receive the law of God uh, the love of God and the hearts of the people?
0: yeah, it's pretty nice that uh, Mormon is able to summarize and say why there's no contention in the land is if they mm-hmm. just say, "Oh, there's no contention, and that's it it's like how how could they didn't how could they not have any contention He says that it's because they have the love of God in their hearts when I discussed this with my wife during a scripture study I think it's the perspective of God to have a more eternal perspective on somebody don't think that they can't improve or they're stuck in that situation forever and don't get frustrated with them understand that they're an eternal being they might have some bad habits or they might have a wrong perspective but eventually they'll learn something and change or something and these people people can change so you, you gotta be understanding and look to people from an eternal perspective don't think of them as, or label them as what they're doing or acting look to them as if they're a child of God Uh, your sibling
1: yeah I uh, agree you have to have uh, patience and always you know give the benefit of the doubt it's hard to you know gotta see like okay so yeah you did that but like yeah, maybe like just gotta make make it sure that like you don't think you gotta be trusting. You can't just assume anyone is in for it for their own good, you know. Mhm.
0: It's so easy for everybody to say I can't trust anybody. All I I could only trust myself. Mhm. That's that's what the many people think.
1: <laughs> yep. And then it goes on to sixteen that there were no envying. No strifes, no tum- tumults. Tumults is like, uh, riots. Mm-hmm. No whoredoms, no lyings, no murders, no any manner of lasciviousness. And surely they could not be a happier people among all the people who had been created by the hand of God. I like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I had, uh, like uh, in a current situation where I try to help uh, uh, someone who lived here with me, and I do as much as I can to help that he can like have the things he needs here. Sometimes he goes and takes some things, and I'm like, okay, he can. Borrow that, or he can take what as he has. Since he he doesn't have the same uh, work schedule as me, sometimes, and doesn't get as much money. So, you know, just gotta share. And mm-hmm. things happen, and we found that uh, the truth. And lying is definitely something that divides yeah after we found out what happened he had gone away and there was no communication ever since so we have no idea what's happening <sighs> so that's a uh another thing that happens if once there's a problem and you don't want to talk about it sometimes the other person thinks that you're in there to i don't know punish him but you just want to work with them and see their side of it but mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah in the situations you could be angry or forgive them and kind of hope the best for them i hope you uh, hope things are going well with you and <laughs> with that
1: yeah and so I'll skip on in verse 17 it says there were no manner paraphrase it goes on and says there nor any manner of ites neither but they were in one children of Christ and heirs to the kingdom of God yeah and uh I like it for the ites if there's no manner of ites I mean there's no like cliques no groups no uh Uh, I don't know social bubbles and such and they were on one and they were the children of Christ that was the one only in the kingdom of God a single group in the whole land it's amazing
0: Mm
1: -hmm. yeah and it goes on to say the blessing and how blessed were they for the Lord did bless them in all their doings yea even they were blessed and prospered until a 110 years had passed away And the first generation from Christ had passed away. And there was no contention in all the land. After that, so we learned a lot about unity. Being uh, faithful to the gospel and having the love of God in our hearts will prevent any division and uh, groups among us, I would say. Mm Mm-hmm. After that, they... I think it said that after the first generation, the second generation, there was a little strife. But it was only... What did they care? It was a revile because they... How was it? It wasn't like... uh, It was just one. But from there, I would say that's where it started. (laughs) It went out from there. And now... In verse 24, it's 201 years after, said um, that now in this 201st year, there began to be among them those who were lifted up in a pride, and such as the wearing of costly apparel and all manners of fine pearls and all the fine things of the world. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the first things that happened was pride is such a huge uh print like not principal characteristic that can manifest in all sorts of ways and that causes uh to think you're better or maybe you think you're worse than someone and and from that time on they had their goods and their substance no more common among them and it began to be divided into classes And they began to build up churches into themselves to get gain. And began to deny the true truth of Christ. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they divided. There was no longer a common. So yeah. And that's kind of what happened among what's (laughs) happening in this uh, living. I had shared some common Goods, and one of the common goods disappeared, and I thought that was interesting that this had to relate so much to that, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not common anymore; it's gone. it's property of someone else, and it wasn't that was sharing it, and they divided into classes, so I wanted to go on and what are your thoughts of? kinds of ites and groups that exist in our society today? Mm,
0: I think there's a lot of uh, persecution and there is uh, my way or the highway and uh, we don't talk to each other sometimes (laughs) we we don't talk to each other to understand or just to be with each other or
1: yeah Some sometimes like we have a thought in our head we have like a comeback or something we want to have a rebuttal to everything they say and we don't go in with the uh, intention to listening mm-hmm. and that's not how you that's not how you solve any problems so <laughs> mm-hmm. that's definitely uh, what exists in a lot of our society today is we have one way. This is how we want it. We won't give in. We won't change it. And yeah, if if you want to sel- so resolve something, you have to come in with an open mind to listen to each other. And not just to say what we want to say, but to... Receive their side and motto ideas around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so what? What can we do to absorb overcome such divisions and truly become one, the children of Christ?
0: I think listening is key. Like you said, don't. Uh, yeah, listening. Like you. S- like you said you sh- you shouldn't think of what you're going to say or just think of a comeback it's okay to have a little silence and just listen and like and then to think of a response after digesting what they say yeah um Yeah, the divisions of today and how it could be won, there are, I think we're debating a lot about how to do things and what's the right way. And uh, I think uh, it requires a lot of discussion and trying to figure out what is the best and be yeah listening more openly to everybody and try to respect everybody's thoughts and to be able to accommodate uh, um, what they think is best
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah when the i always remember uh i had a couple of us helping and Part of my mission, we were teaching a couple that they wanted to have the wife. She wasn't a member, and she wanted to get baptized. And her daughter was uh, getting ready to baptize too. And I remember because I had also applied in my... Uh, companionship that that communication is like the number one thing in every kind of relationship and society so communication is like the number one thing to like help overcome things if there's no communication there's there's always going to be that division there's no way to have a proper like working relationship without communication and that's what we taught if they didn't talk about like how to advance to get closer to baptism then they couldn't they wouldn't be able to do it so one of the goals was to have a uh, have a discussion on what they needed to get done to get towards that goal of having her get baptized and that one day we had passed by and then talked or did anything about it so during that same lesson it was funny because uh the husband would like he just got up and said like all right we're gonna get married and then you get baptized and we we'll get married in the temple in a year and I as I that was funny because it wasn't it was just I guess they were just stubborn to talk to each other, and he had already planned to have his goal his goal set for a higher thing too So, mm-hmm. but yeah the that <laughs> the two weeks before that we we were planning on uh dropping him because they didn't have any sort of communication or progress and <laughs> until that one day it was uh, a miracle.
0: Hmm. yeah thank you for your thoughts and sharing your experiences I bet did you fast and pray uh, for them
1: yeah the day before we had fasted and prayed uh, hoping that they'd have some kind of communication or some progress you know just anything and
0: yeah fasting is powerful yeah so that seems to be the podcast for today Trevor and I are balancing different podcasts and we're grateful for the audience that, that we have and we hope that what we share makes sense to you and it's edifying May maybe hopefully it helps you in your life maybe <laughs> so I'll talk to you next week
1: talk to you I'll talk to you later
0: Bye.